From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip Noise Podcast, a rounded edge media production. Thank you so much for joining us and by us, of course, I'm referring to Mexican Nostradamus and myself, Benji, here for another fantastic episode. Unfortunately, the Brown Python is unavailable for the evening, but he is going to have a very nice evening, I assure you. Yes, so don't will. worry one bit about, he will have a good evening. Don't worry one, one bit about Mr. Rick, the Brown Python, but... Uh, something else we don't really have to worry about uh, if all goes as planned. What's that, Ben? Well, today, and you know, this is breaking news, so it's about as breaking as it gets because, you know, we record once a week and typically we try to summarize everything, but this actually happened today, so uh, check your calendars. It is October 6, 2022, and today Joe Biden, uh, President Joe Biden, uh, despite what a lot of people say, uh, pardoned thousands of, conv- of marijuana convictions. In particular, it, on simple possession. So, basically, that's just like federal possession, federal, you know, federal. Like, it, it, it's basically federal prosecutions for people who just had marijuana, who didn't have like compounding interests, like things of like having guns or trying to become like interstate, you know, massive drug dealers. These are just people who had weed. Um, he just pardoned thousands of convictions. Now, the, the reason why this is a big deal beyond the fact that it's something that should have been done a long time ago is the fact that this starts paving the way towards rescheduling of marijuana or possibly possibly i and i don't think it'll go this far but i think possibly um there could be a chance a possibility of decriminalization so this was a big big move and for all the loyal listeners out there this was part of the game plan that I said for for Democrats to even have a chance of winning at these midterms, right? First one was forgiving student loans. Didn't do that. Did a shitty job. Uh, next part was marijuana. So I think they're going to come through with that. That they can probably stomach and get over some of their whatever biases or whatever's happening. But currently, there's a state bill. There's a con- there's a bill in Congress sponsored by AOC, and there's a bill in the Senate. Uh, I. F- I think it's Schumer that is also trying to reschedule, decriminalize marijuana on the federal level. So this is a big movement. This pardoning, if you really look at it from a structural part, is the impediment before either decriminalization or rescheduling. Because you don't want to you know, do something and then the next thing you know, the the thing that these people are in jail for solely has been decriminalized. So this is a structural impediment that's being removed before a major, major marijuana recertification or reclassification, whatever. So this is huge. This is big. We could possibly see federal decriminalization coming up. Yeah. Hey, so I've got a question for you. Um, In your opinion, do you think that it's kind of a two-part question? One, the the student loan forgiveness, do you think that was part of the plan do you think that was botched just bad execution no i think it, bad it was foresight or do you think that was part of in other words do you see what i'm getting at do you think that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was the intended or did they not think that that was gonna and then the second part of my question is like because do you think that this comes on the heels of that because of the failed attempt at the student loan like oh, in other one, words was yeah, this yeah. was this plan b like hey if the student loan debt doesn't go off and that doesn't help us, uh, you know, midterm wise, 
do we fucking we pull the fucking marijuana shit? Well, I, I honestly don't think any of this would have happened without um, the overturning of Roe versus White. Ah, I think yeah. Democrats were basically accepting their fates. They were going to lay in the graves and die, and they knew it was over. I think um, the the reversal of Roe versus Wade basically reversed the whole party mantra and doctrine and our dogma, if you like to say. I think it gave brief life and they it it gave a push towards these progressive tendencies because they're aiming at a lot of women voters, and so they've got that locked up. Right. If you look at the National Voting Registry, there's tons of numbers that uh, I don't have by heart. But if you notice when it comes to female versus male voters registering, it's 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 at an all time high. There's there is a statistical significance of female voters being registered versus males at this point in time. So you, you throw in the aspect, the possibility of abortion playing a big game into it. Now you want to solidify the base. And to be quite honest with you, I think you're probably going to capture libertarians with the decriminalization of marijuana because in the end, most people that believe in the reduction of the state are going to see that you know the war on drugs is a complete failure and it's just an expensive thing. We're just running coffers out to try to, 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 to fight this failing war. So I think the decriminalization act, so this, uh, I think... Essentially, none of this would have done anything until Roe versus Wade. But the student loan thing was a complete failure. And if you look at it, it's still a complete failure. I mean, it's going to go to court. To be quite honest with you, I don't know why they just didn't say forgive everyone's loans. Because if you think you're going to get your $10,000 taken off without some type of penalty in a conservative state, you're fucked. That's not going to happen. There's already, what, nine states that are already trying to charge anyone that basically applies and gets it with some type of uh tax on they're considering it a gift you know like by the biggest thing that comes to the forefront of my mind right now is how disgusting is this state we're in like every single everything you're describing you're and you're doing a great job of like really spelling out side of the the, the gravity of it so like pointing out for example the in the, the reaction in the conservative states that these things that the fed pulls for political like, in other words, like, it's all about the gaming between the two sides for the purposes of election. That's yep. all like, there's no genuine policy movement. And that sounds almost like obvious at this point. But what I really mean is like, just drumming up the greatest hit or like swinging for these home run, uh, these home run swings every time for like, oh, let's, you know what I mean? Let's overturn Roe v. Wade. Like the fuck? Like we're at that point. <laughs> Like, in other words, we're having to go so big and and play to the crowd, right? And like, we got to play Hotel California every fucking time we go out on stage. (laughs) You know, at that point, it's not even a concert anymore. It's just like, let's just see how high we can get the crowd decibels. Right. Like, no genuine, do you see what I'm saying? Like, no, I get you. It's pulled from it. And it's like every single thing is like, oh, okay, well, you overturn Roe v. Wade, legalize marijuana. Fuck it. Over it. Like, it's only these greatest hits thing to get the, the shit going. Well, yeah. Yeah. To use like a football analogy, right? You're stuck. You, you, you're losing, right? And Hail it's Mary. Fourth like quarter. Every play. Well, well, no, the, the, the marijuana now is a Hail Mary, right? But the Roe versus Wade overturning is a fumble. The winning team right, fumbled. Right, right. So yeah, you know, the Democrats no. pick. They Fucking pick. They, no, great analogy. 
So, well, because I'll be honest with you, the a majority of Republicans, yeah, majority of Republicans didn't want that to happen. Yeah, they did not. And I'll be quite honest with you. That's what happens when you put um, a very, a very, um, and I would, I, I would, I would, I would kind of detail them as a more of a um, activist court now. I mean, I, I think that's what anyone yeah. would say. They're very a conservative activist court. And I think they're even moving beyond the the scope of even what the people put them on there. Because I think Brett Kavanaugh is even at this point, he's kind of like, wait, wait, fuck, shit. Like you even see Kavanaugh's yeah. decisions are starting to waver to becoming like, well, well, fuck, maybe I have to be liberal now because shit's trying to get really crazy here because now there's, yes. you know, like, like, like you know, uh, Alito. And yeah, Thomas they, were alluding to, you know, the gay marriage and all this. So basically it's even pushing him. So I think, I think, yeah, the, the analogy is, you know, the, the fumble. Um, and now the Hail Mary is, is, is uh, we legalization. So yeah, don't, don't everyone out there. Don't take this as, as anything as a good or a, uh, any, anything that's Anything that's special, the the Democratic Party still doesn't give a shit about you, just like the Republican Party doesn't give a shit about you. But what they are trying to do here is they are trying to capture the the a, a mainstream thing. It's kind of funny because Trump came to power with the populist movement, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh yeah, I, you fuck the fuck the system. I like me, I'm not an insider. Well, now. You're seeing the Democrats play on the populist movement of two major things, which is, I mean, most people, and, and this is just reality, most people believe in some type of form of abortion is okay. Uh, most shit goes bad whenever you start going to a later term. Yeah. That's a different decision. But 70% of the country kind of favors le- you know, legalization of marijuana. Yeah. So – they're they're sniping votes here, so it, this is this is pretty big. This is huge mm-hmm. because the student loan thing was never going to happen. Joe, you know, Biden was the one who actually signed the he helped author the bill into law to keep you from ever getting rid of them through bankruptcy. Yeah, I mean, this guy's part of that industry, so he's never going to fuck you. You're never going to get rid of student no. loans. Hey, the, yeah, ever. the financial system built around that is way too fucking in concrete. To, oh, yeah. to fuck with that but as a political like oh i'm trying you know it's it's more to like like you you're throwing at a target you're not gonna hit but right. like hey i threw at the target like i tried to hit the shit i just well it is a know. fake is a fake pass it was, That's it was what like I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly it was a fake pass democrats like oh we're cool we're gonna take right. some money off and it's gonna help people but really it didn't do shit and to be quite honest with you I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this shit's held up in courts. People are gonna have to pay taxes on it. And in the end, it was a it was a shitty gesture. You know, he should have he should have did something else. But that's neither here nor there. Um, this is a big move. And I'll be quite honest with you. I mean, just and I'm not even trying to to justify breaking the law because that's not really. But the reality is, there's a lot of people that I mean, 78 percent of the country has smoked marijuana. You don't see 78% of the country in jail. Right. A lot of people have had it. And, and, and a lot of people still do it. But the reality is, is these poor individuals got caught with it and they're in jail. Right. And, and, that, and that's a big thing. And there's a, whole, they, there's a whole process set up to catch. Well, it's like, 
if you set up a fucking net where there's no fish, do you see what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. It's just, it's all about like where you put the net. <laughs> so if you right. go patrol certain areas all the fucking time and right. light up people on the street and start asking them questions, right. chan- chances are some of those people <laughs> are going to, you know what I mean? Some of those people are going to have weed and, and you're, they're going to go, they're going to have to answer about it. And if blah, 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 blah. So you're just creating more opportunity. Whereas, you know, you're in other areas where there's probably just as much weed per person. Yeah. You're, you're, but they're not getting uh, searched, or it's just not in the right, face right. Of the, it's, of the law it's enforcement. Just, well, be you know, well, it's like drunk drivers, right? I mean, you know, and one night, you know, right. let's say there's in drunk drivers, get there's, there's fifty thousand drunk drivers every night, right? Maybe yeah. two a thousand get caught. It's one in fifty, it, but it still doesn't help the situation. And I th- I think that's where we're at with marijuana. I think I, I'm glad that he's in Expunge's records because I think especially. If you look into what he's expunging, which is just simple possession, which basically means like you had a, like over two ounces or something, you were just a dumbass. You got caught. Yeah, it was a federal thing. These some of these people were caught up in other federal um, investigations. They were just happenstance. So it, while it's not, I think it should probably be anyone with those type of uh, um, uh, convictions should be expunged because at, at some point we have to really start you know, helping people that lost their lives do mm-hmm. this something. But but nonetheless, I think it's a big thing, but you do see it's reverberating into our state politics because you now you see Beto O'Rourke going the first, soon as this 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 hit, Beto O'Rourke tweets, as soon as I'm governor, I'm going to decriminalize and we're going to legalize <laughs> marijuana. Course, just like we said he was. As soon as I became, right? As soon as we I become governor, we're going to legalize marijuana and expunge the records of those arrests for marijuana, which, you know... Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's I mean, that's some big fucking talk. So this this is a big deal. This is a huge fucking deal. I think it's a huge fucking deal because the next thing that this does that people don't realize is that if we reschedule marijuana, the money that comes from marijuana sales mm. is now real money. That shit can be deposited in real banks. Doesn't have to be ran around in cash. This shit becomes real. And when shit gets into banks and it becomes real, people respect it a lot more. All of a sudden, you got a whole lot more political donations. We're talking about a $50 billion yeah. a year fucking industry that now Dude, that they just have, created. Exactly. Real lobbyists, real power. So bro, they you're made their at somebody entering the party. They yep. created, they're trying to create. Their oil industry, their natural gas oh. and oil industry. That, and that's for, what's going to happen for what that is for the conservatives. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's their yeah. biggest. You know what I mean? By far, dude. Well, and, look at Kraft Foods, Marlboro. I mean, Marlboro already yeah. has a division prepared for marijuana legalization. That's what some people don't realize. They have their marketing, yeah. they have their setup, they have their farming, they have everything. All they're waiting for is for it to turn into a. D, like a D of D uh, oh. criminalized on the federal level and yeah. schedule movement. Dude, we're talking about the amount of money that you're going to see from um, lobbyists is going to not, be insane. Well, and not only that, but you already have, um, you know, the, in these liberal States, um, a legal industry. Oh, so yeah. like it only takes like seconds for if, if that opens up and then now oh, yeah. though, but now you have um, you have a supply chain network opens up. 
if you oh, get yeah. if you get legalization in between, you know, interstate, um, in the interstate scope, if you will, right. You know what I mean? Like that opens up the entire industry. And then, like you said, the political donations and wow, oh yeah, the Demo- Democratic Party really that's a big. Uh, boost in strength. Well, I, I honestly, I see, I see them also going for the conservatives. I think they're going to buy everybody off. The fact is, is that they just need to be legitimized. Once mm-hmm. decriminalization on the federal level, or at least a schedule movement occurs, where they're moved off of one to two, or maybe even a possible three or five, shit, it starts getting real foggy because, in reality, things are going to change that dramatically. I mean, imagine if it becomes a three to five. Or even consider, um, you know, that means that it could be technically at a five in some states that could be sold over counter at a drugstore. The legitimacy at that point becomes significant. So I think this is huge. I think I think this is something we got to keep an eye on. I mean, he's doing it. I mean, you you can't you you can't gauge how much this is being done right before the midterms, which is a big fucking deal. Um, It's everything. That's yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> I think they want to keep the Senate. I think this is how they're trying to keep the Senate. I think that I, I mean to be realistic, you're going to see the the Democrats lose the lose the lose uh, the majority in the House. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. How much they lose the majority is going to be a significant thing. And I think that's where I break from a lot of people in regards to like breaking points and counterpoints and all these motherfucking um, numbtards. I think I, I I break in that fact that I really believe that the House will be a tightly contested situation. I don't think the red wave that was coming, I think is over. And I still really, really, really believe in the, you know, in 2016, we called the secret Trump voters. I really believe in the secret abortion voters. There's a lot of women out there yeah, that have had, you know, that, that, that understand they're empathetic. And I think that while they may say, oh, I'm going to vote for Joe Smo Republican, when they get in that booth and they think about, do I really want to lose my lose this ability or do I want to have my fellow women not have this choice? Shit's going to change quick. So I don't know. It's it's going to be Bro. tight. And if you throw marijuana into the into the situation. Let's just say. This is going to be one of the fucking craziest midterms ever. And if the somehow if the Democrats somehow win and keep control of the House, which I don't think I don't think it's possible, but if they do, ban the fucking hatches because shit is going to get wild. So craziness, man, craziness. Yeah, yeah. But hey, but before hold on, before we go to the next topic, let me take a brief moment just to uh, to honor my my best friend. Mexican Nostradamus. If you guys are just that you brought up the the you know the the breaking points and all these shows, just because we're not pumped into the 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 quasi mainstream or even the underground mainstream media, if you aren't listening to motherfucking Mexican Nostradamus every week, get your fucking shit together. This is a dude who's never even worked in Washington. Don't need to. This is just don't need to. This is somebody observing what's been going on for the last fucking 30 years, right? An intelligent gentleman. Um, I just, basically all I'm saying is if you're not listening to fucking skip the noise on a regular basis to hear Mexican Nostradamus 
fucking broadcast what's going on in the United States of America. You're missing out and you're a fucking idiot. So moving on, uh, there is a, a big tragedy. Uh, well, we're fucking idiot. laughing, of course. And in course, true Skip the Noise fashion, I transition with <laughs> to some fucking, fucking cackling. I really wanted to fucking stop. And you're just like, oh, if you don't listen to him, you're a fucking cocksucker. So Bro, I couldn't stop. You, but but yeah, this one's bad. Yeah. This one's really fucking bad. <laughs> so let's okay. stop laughing. Hold yes. on, take a... <laughs> Dead serious, like yeah. Well, no, okay. I, I hate to break hold this on. to you, everybody. Hard, hard break. Yeah. Hold on. After, after the weed, even do after that. the weed thing, after the weed thing, everything is going to be pretty fucked up. For we got two fucking nasty topics, and then we lighten up after that. But unfortunately, to try to I'll stay try in <laughs> as much of a respectful pose as possible, unfortunately, we have um, the United States is not alone. And for their mass, yeah. One second, man. Before you do that, let's pause. Let's, let's clear the board. Yeah. Pause. Let's pause for like two seconds and then start yeah. again. Go ahead. All right. Unfortunately, the United States is not alone in um, horrific mass shootings. And, and it's not like this is something that's always been just solely the United States. I mean, you had the terrorist attacks in Russia and several places. You've had um, India. You've, you've had a lot of countries. But unfortunately, Thailand is now joining that in a what is probably it would it's characterized as this nation as Thailand's na- the worst national tragedy they've ever had. Um, 37 children have been killed. Um, some shot, some stabbed, um, uh, 37 people of them. I believe 28 were children. Uh, the guy attacked a, um, basically he stabbed children as they slept in a nursery. These are very young children. Uh, I believe pre-K age. Um, you know, so one first thing we want to go and say is, you know, prayers for the family, uh, as a, as a father, as a, as a human being, you know, um, you have to, you have to think that this is probably some of the sickest shit someone could do. The individual was a former police officer. Um, Jesus. he had apparently had an issue with, uh, I believe he had got laid off or something. And he just lost his shit and decided to attack the weakest people he could. And not only that, but he killed his own family. Um, yeah, just innate horrors. So, um, you know, that, that, that's the one thing, you know, I think, um, I think I forgot what movie it came from, but, oh yeah. From contact, it said, um, whenever Jodie Foster travels to the alien world and sees a figure that looks like our father, he goes, you're capable of such beautiful things such beautiful dreams but also of such horrible nightmares and that is what that guy did he uh he destroyed the lives of countless parents out there yeah that are never going to see their kids again so you know once again we have to look at at the mental and also just the reality like there is there is a real growing sentiment out there that when something negative happens to somebody that they had to impact their society, yeah. their 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 um, their community, to make them feel their pain, and I think that's just something that you know. If you look at what happened in Valde, uh, Santa Fe, um, Columbine, you see these individuals that take out their anger and their frustration on the weakest people that they can find, and you know, it's just in Sandy Hook. I mean, you just see yeah. this sickness. It's a pervasive sickness, and. You know, that's, you look at Thailand, who is a 
you know, if you really look, it's a relatively friendly country. I mean, I, I think violence wise and crime wise, very low. Um, well, except for prostitution. Except, well, wait, but that's not a crime there, Ted. Yeah, it's not a crime. Okay, okay. no, yeah, actually, see? you're fair point. Not I, a crime there. They, they do the what they do because that's they, no, that's they do what they do. You're you know, absolutely what, right. Yep, hey, man, however they roll, they roll. <laughs> Um, I could not. I could not have been shooshed more effectively. You're absolutely right. Just like, just like, just like, just like. But um, but in the end, we do have another sad thing, and uh, it's you know, he's a, just a former police officer who was fired because yeah. uh, apparently, and he was fired for, as I'm reading, he was for fired for methamphetamine possession. Hmm. Well, that yeah. yeah so he was. Uh, he had meth, and he uh, and he felt like he was wronged. For being fired um yeah it's just just once again just on the sad situation we don't try to you know we don't want to we're not trying to bum anybody out we're not trying to say this but we're trying to also say that i think if if you're out there in the world right no matter what you're doing you got to really you got to really consider the consequences of things that you're thinking of doing and what's happening in your life and remember that yes things are tough right now right the economy's failing you know people don't know what the fuck they are um, the world is just a just a fucked up place, but you have to realize that your pain is your pain. You have to hold on to it. That's who you are. Your pain, your problems are your fucking pain and your fucking problems. Don't impact them on other people. Right. So if you had a shitty day at work, don't go home and be a dick to your family. If things are fucking going bad, you know. And if you get fired because you're on meth, don't fucking kill people. Because you, yeah. in the end, that's you. If you feel like killing somebody, you know, work something else out. But don't do that to those poor it, people. It, you know what? You owe it to the world. Like you didn't. There's nothing that you did inherently in your soul that allowed you to deserve to live. That was just that was just a pure blessing that you were on this earth. You didn't do anything to influence that. You just got to be born. Right. Okay. And so as a person who got to be born, you have responsibilities. Your thoughts are fucking responsibilities. You know what I mean? You piece yep. of shit. Like it's your fucking responsibility as a human to manage your own thoughts. If my own thoughts are going to lead to actions that are going to negatively, you know, cause sorrow and horror and pain and destroy you either. There's two, you do either do two things. You either build or you destroy it's energies. Yep. It's managing energy. Are they, are they going positive? Are they going negative? And how, and you're the one, you're the engine, right? So everything that happens in the world originates with a thought. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. For, Fortune 500 billionaire companies. If it didn't, if it wasn't a thought, it wasn't an idea. So if you backtrack that, if you're somebody who, what I'm saying is you have a responsibility. This is, these are crazy times. So if you think you can just sit in your own little corner and well, it's, I'm not directly infected. No, you have a responsibility just like every other human being on this earth to manage those energies. So what do you do? You might not have the power to affect everything in one swoop, like some, you know, president of a country or a congressman or whatever, but you do have the 
power to impact what's going on on your fucking block, you know, yeah. or what's going in on your household. Because let me tell you about this guy. So he commits basically like there's no redeeming, like, you know, you go to war, right? It's like, okay, we're fighting over territory. I kill somebody because they're, that sucks. I don't feel good about it, but it's like, Hey, um, I'm defending my countrymen. There, in other words, there's a, there's a conversation there. Um, going to sleeping children and stabbing them, defenseless sleeping children, murdering them and, t- and causing all that pain and suffering for not only the families directly, but for the community, for everybody who works there, everybody fuck here in Texas that happened in Thailand. Yeah, I'm fucking I'm bummed out. I don't know one fucking person that worked in that building. I don't even know the guy who did it. I don't know anybody involved, but I know that that causes me pain, not only because it's like I have to think about somebody dying, but it's because I have to think about fuck. As humans, we produced a piece of shit that is actually even capable of that. Fuck this place. No, I can't think like that. All I can do is control my fucking actions. Right? So not to get preachy, but like right. every single person, if you think you don't affect the world, you can affect, you can either decide to affect your surroundings negatively or you can affect them positively. So fuck this piece of shit. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, final I, stamp I agree. On that. Yeah, I agree. It's a sadness. It's a sadness. It's a sickness. And unfortunately it just keeps happening. So, um, and while we don't try to bum everybody out, we do want to let everyone know when these <laughs> things happen, because to be honest with you, it, it is reality. Yeah, we, it is. we need to know that guys, guess what? These. Yeah. And then also the stupid shit you say sometimes can touch off people yeah. putting these, you know, when you put these seeds out there in social media or things that you say or do sometimes you gotta remember there's people quite a bit weaker than you. Right. And they're going to do stupid things. And, and, and unfortunately this guy. He's just never going to, he, 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 he just crossed the, the, the Rhine and he never came back. Yeah. No and unfortunately there's the, he took 37 people with him. So uh, may he rest in hell and uh, may he never dine at the great hall in Valhalla and may he never find yes. any type of peace, no matter where he goes. May his yeah. life be nothing but the hell that he has built. So fuck him moving on to a more, but also mutual destructive type topic. Um, I do want to touch on one more thing that's going on. And I think, I think it's been a little dramatized, but at the same time, it has not been spoken about as much. And that's the, in regards to what's happening right now with nuclear threats. Um, I think right now we're in a very precarious situation. As everyone noticed, there's been missiles lobbed by North Korea over you know South Korea and Japan and you have Putin basically re-ratifying his new his rules of engagement in regards yeah. to using tactical nuclear weapons mm-hmm. um in particular well it, well in particular over the annexed territories yes and currently we have a Ukrainian force that has just taken over one of those annexed territories so they are actually in doctrine from what Russia has spoken within rules of engagement for nuclear yeah. attack. Um, so well, yeah, this is scary, right? It's fucking terrifying. This is reality, folks. We you know, and, and will they use the the bombas? Probably not. And if no one knows what the bomba is, look it up. It is a very large nuclear weapon that has a lot of issues, but they will probably be using small tactical nuclear weapons. Is this a reality? Probably so. Is North Korea doing something along the lines of that? Probably not. They just like doing stupid shit. So 
I, I, I try not to be very much, but very much care for them. But will we see a tactical and small tactical nuclear weapon used in the eastern regions of Ukraine or Donetsk? Um, you know, the scary part is I pause because I don't know. And so will that will that happen? There's a possibility, right? Yeah, and I think that it, well, we got to ask ourselves a question: If they do do it, are we going to do anything about it? Exactly. And what's scary is no, the, the <laughs> fuck that. that. No, no, we're not. No, for yeah, sure. Not, what, nope, we're not doing ter- shit. What's terrifying about it is, like you said, um, it it's a it's a chess move, kind of right, with the wording of the. Um, their pot, their new uh, nuclear engagement policies. Yep. And so by giving themselves basically in their own, whatever, le- you know, legal permission, I guess, so to speak without the kind of simple way to, to engage that way. And like you said, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, we're probably not going to see, you know, like a Hiroshima type shit, but there's, there's a long, yeah. No, 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 no. But what I mean is there's a spectrum. And so, but so if, if it is small scale, that's fucking scary because it's still like you already opened the door. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's like once that it's a Pandora's box, dude. Well, I, I, think- I don't know if you can go back. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's no, just, I, I, th- I think you're right. Scary. Well, we opened the Pandora's box, right? Hiroshima, Nagasaki. No, we, yeah, for sure. But, we did. And, and just to let everyone know, though, like the Russian bomba and very large nuclear weapons, I believe, are 50 to 100 times that of Hiroshima. So small tactical nuclear weapons are similarly close to Hiroshima, except that they're. <clears throat> Their their power level is is high, but I, I don't think the radius or something. It's I, someone explained it to me once, but there there is a possibility, guys. We're going to see some nuclear weapon usage by Russia. What the but 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 beyond that, is there a chance of nuclear threat? Because I think that's what's been going around right now. I think especially in right wing media, left wing media, of course, is completely just ignoring this topic. Right? They don't want to talk about it. They want to talk about. COVID or something. They, they don't want to touch on this because it's the scariest fucking thing in reality, right? But the right-wing media, of course, is running with it. Ah, Putin's going to go to nuclear war, blah, blah, blah. Um, where are we really on this topic? Um, I'll be honest with you. It makes me pause. Will Russia use a, ta- a, small, a small tactical nuclear weapon? I think the inevitability of them using it is, is pretty close. Did they use one in Afghanistan? No. And that was a humiliating failure for them. Mm-hmm. So that history is on our side. But the problem is, is that back then they had, and as much when, as people want to say about communists, they had the, the sharpest rulers. That they, I mean, these guys were ruthless cocksuckers, but they knew how to survive in a system that was different. Whereas you have Putin now, who is in just a sociopath. Yeah, he's different. It's a different thing yeah, so, because of Putin. He's yeah. a egomaniacal uh, oligarch. Yeah, it's fucking kinda. scary. He's fucking, <laughs> he's he has like a, a fucking billion dollar mansion. 
Yeah, no, he's yeah. on the black seat. <laughs> yeah, no, he runs. Well, that's the thing is like, as you know, how many the like the oligarchs in Russia, right? Like, how oh, yeah, it's, 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 like it's a joke, like it's, it's a John Wick, it's like, yeah, don't it, it's things. a but yeah, no, what I mean is like it's. It's a meme how rich they are to the extent that like there's jokey commercials. Remember when they the he's like, look, I have miniature giraffe. It's yeah, exactly. Very fun, my pet. You know, and it's like because obviously he's got enough money in the world to like have a miniature a clone of fucking miniature or, or what? Yeah. So like it's a joke, like how rich they are. Well, he controls all of that like in other words like he can shut the lights off for any one of those dudes and he has if they, if they you know like a lot well, of folks. a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> falling out of buildings so can you imagine how procedures rich? going wrong can you imagine shit? how like in other words there's a documented how rich he is but there's the real how rich he is oh he is fucking the, the real rich. how rich he is like in other words like he could shut the lights off on any one of the people who are as rich as you oh you bro think. Who He's has Scrooge McDuck for real? Oh, he like, he owns uh, all. Yeah, yeah. He personally, owns all of it. He probably owns Michael Jackson's like fucking originals. That dude has more money than he does. Dude, he probably do. owns Michael Jackson's soul. Like dude, he it, probably does as it's an NFT. Box. It's an NFT box, bro. It's like fucking uh, what's it called? Pulp Fiction style. It's in a fucking briefcase, dude. Right, and right now, American Special Forces are trying to snake it out to try to get Michael Jackson's soul back so they can prosecute him for all of his fucking uh pedophilia um i think <laughs> i think in the end you have you have you, you we really have to ask ourselves all right i think that's to me the most interesting crux of this situation is what do we do let's say a small tactical nuclear weapon now this wouldn't be the same yield as hiroshima and nagasaki because they were very populated areas but let's say for instance a, a battalion of Ukrainian troops are closing in on the Eastern Front. And tactically, if this battalion was evaporated, it would give you a statistic, it would give you a significant positional advantage. That's where the small tactical nuclear weapons can come in. So let's say some they fire one, they take out a Ukrainian battalion, 10,000 men. They're all dead. Are we really ready to go all in for those guys? That's what I'm saying. And no, no, we're right? not. And here's, I know I'm not. Here, Fuck that. Here, here's why it's even scarier. Because we know that it's like dipping the toe in the water. Like we know we're not going to go all in over some shit like that. Because we're not. It opens the door ever so slightly for like, so here's the thing. Imagine how many small scale black market fucking nuclear warheads are just in existence. You remember you oh, seeing all those shows and yeah. it's talking about like how this shit is all over the place. So if that becomes a thing where it's like, you can kind of get away with that. Does that make sense? What I'm saying is no, no, is, it totally does. That yeah, almost opens up the entire shit. Well, well, well and, and the other part is, is what happens if they just say, oh, we've been framed. Like, it, no, we, oh, yeah. this is serious shit. Like, like, like we didn't I'm actually being quite do honest that. with you. I'm being yeah. quite honest. It's like uh, this. Or just like the like, pipeline, yeah. the, the, the North, um, oh, North, yeah. North Stream pipelines. It's like, oh, we, like, oh, well, the, the Swiss, uh, apparently found evidence. So this it's pretty fucking sure. The, I'll be quite honest. While the Russians are fucking, they're tough motherfuckers. 
they are not very thorough when it comes to to anything. So they have apparently found evidence that it, it and it's it's basically determined as detonations. I wouldn't be surprised if one of the detonations blew up and left a metal thing in Russian right by the pipeline. So that there's a guy named Jimmy Dore who like had a whole fucking thing about like it was the Russians. It was That's dumbass. Funny. Sometimes you got to stop drinking too much Kool-Aid. Hey, everybody out there, look, I love Rogan. I love all this shit. But at some point, you have to stop sucking fucking right-wing dick because guess what? The anti-narrative isn't always reality. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of times the narrative to be stared, like everyone steers people into a narrative. Yeah. And sometimes it's wrong, but it's not always wrong. And objectivity and common sense kind of tells you when to do that. But I think everyone's lost that. But nonetheless, that's what I'm saying with this nuclear threat. I think there is a possibility. Um, and I think this is more of a thinking question for everyone out there. I, like I said, I know what I would do if they if they nuked uh, Ukrainian battalion. Nope. It's not time for us to launch at all. And like, don't get me wrong, I mourn those, I feel sad for those people. I feel sad for their families, but fuck that. Cause I don't want to go, I don't want a fucking nuclear, international nuclear war. I don't want none of that. No, but fuck that. Fuck that shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, at some point, we got to start asking ourselves, how in are we really? Is this really what we want to do? And so, you know what I'm saying? That's the the peacemaking things is not good. Yeah, that's the whole argument early on for like hey wait a minute let's maybe slow down with investing in fucking wow we got 675 million billion going dollars again yeah <laughs> like it's yeah it's tough to watch man and um, ukrainians just to throw it at you guys and nothing wrong with ukrainians hey i feel you your freedom fighters you have uh, if if there is a right or wrong meter you're on the right side of this what russia's did is fucked up but let's be real. You don't want these guys want to like they're trying to get like long range missiles from the United States so yeah. they can strike Russia. You guys need to slow your fucking roll. <laughs> the fucking brakes, fucking dude. really slow your fucking roll. Capture the eastern parts, beef it up, put a wall, do something. Because if Russian, if they completely overran Ukraine. Yeah, I mean that would suck, but like, hey man, it does. You know, I'm good. We move on. Like we're good, bro. Guys, I hate to break <laughs> it to you guys. We we grew up in a time that there was a Czech we're okay. Like yeah, man, there is a drawn, Bosnia redrawn border, dude. Redrawn borders in that part of the world is not going to move the fucking needle. Yeah, bro. For us, fucking dude. Che- dude. Like I said, there was a Czechoslovakia. There was parts of uh, dude. There's a lot of fucking literal Serbia, like, fucking Serbia. Croatia, all that shit, dude. Yeah, bro. We're good. And guess what? <laughs> None of us lost any sleep. So, uh, but I'm not trying to be mean against Ukraine. I feel them. It's the people. Then this is what we're talking about the yeah. political kind. Yeah, of we're war. talking about the political part. But I'd be quite honest with yeah, you. Yeah, the, the actual people in Ukraine. Ukraine no, yeah. fucking you guys oh, got even the Russian this. dude. The in the Russian, you know, the oh, family. I, I, dude, war is terrible. Yeah, bro. Tons of this Russians. Uh, tons of yeah. Russians. And and dude, there's about a billion of them trying to escape to the to the border oh, in Georgia right holy now. Holy shit! I wanted to bring this up on the show. Yeah, uh, billion y'all, people. Y'all talk fucking running. Y'all touching. I, bro, and not only that, the big I heard, I don't know if I heard it on was it Rogan? Somebody said 
the number one Google search in Russia right now is how to break your own fucking leg yes. with a yeah, like yeah, with apparently. a cement block. Yes, yeah, cinder block. And I haven't seen the video, but it's apparently no, pretty atrocious. Where they basically like <laughs> somebody like puts the leg in between the cinder blocks or something, and then just snaps. Fuck that. Dude. So wow. um, that will keep you from having to serve. Um, but well, but, uh, this but that's desperation, right? That, I mean, no, that's right. what happened that's in Vietnam. Yeah. That's what happened to guys, people in Vietnam. I mean, fucking Trump, he never went to war. Yeah. I mean, the people are scared when death's on the line. And here we are. And I think we're all, we're all, this, okay, this is like, and, and I don't want to trivialize it because I think at some point we're going to see the real numbers, but I think there's about 100,000 dead from this conflict already. Soldiers. Yeah. 100,000 dead and casualties, you know, like maimed for life type people. Um, there's at least 100,000 already. But in this type of engagement, that's just the beginning. Like, that's like whenever you see the two guys in the hallway, like circling each other, like talking shit. This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. Like, a real punch hasn't been thrown yet. Real punch has not happened because Russia who we all know has always been a paper tiger. I don't care what anybody says. They, they, I don't really think we have much to worry about their intercontinental ballistic missiles. I'm always going to state that. I know a lot of people don't believe that. I don't, I just, if you see what they do, I guarantee you half the missiles they launch will blow up in Russia because they have a no quality control and literally don't give a fuck. So that being said, it just takes a couple of tactical nukes to basically wipe out a whole front line of troops. There's no escaping the heat of the sun or the radiation of an atom. There's no escaping that. There's nothing you can do. You're fucking dead, dude. You you become a chalk outline against the wall. Ask the people, ask the, you know, so nonetheless, I... I I do think that we do have a lot of question to ask and, and, and on the nuclear clock, I know they already, you know, they have that, Oh, the nuclear clock, it's, it's at 1159, you know, midnight. Like I, that was okay. stupid. Okay. Cause guess what? Now it's really at a fucking 1159. Yeah. This is probably the closest we've been since the Cuban missile crisis. So, um, but Two minutes to midnight. But, but is it really though? Because I guarantee you, that's what that song's about. We're not launching, guys, and and I hope of all the dumbasses out there, no one fucking thinks about doing it because it's stupid. But anyways, moving on to our to a little less. Uh, yeah. What I get a little less what deadly slash Thank end God, of the world yeah, type dude, thing. We, we climbed. We climbed our way out of the fucking fire. Get out of there, fuck, dude. That was tough. Jesus, that was that tough. was dark. That was, was dark, tough. dude. That I'm in a good tough. mood, dude. That was tough. I didn't I really want to go on that. I didn't pay for that boat ride, but we went on it and we finished. We, we did so. it. Well, I tell you one, some I know somebody that not only didn't pay for any boat rides, but Paisley just said, fuck it, is an American chess player who is now a grandmaster chess player. And he has decided his name by the name of Hans Newman. Hans Newman. Got it. Like um, that. Basically, has been a bit accused of cheating over a hundred times now mm -hmm. he was playing against another player um another world um i guess chess player and the world chess player after one move said fuck this 
I'm out. You're Damn. cheating. And basically left the tournament and said, I'm not going to do this. What was so, the, huh? What were the mechanics of it? What was he? I don't I'm Well, see, that's the, the, that's the thing is, is he so doing? he was a he was accused by basically the Norwegian champion, Magnus Carlsen. I mean, that's Dude, about that's Norwegian the most of a fucking Norwegian. Yeah, that's, that's the Norwegian name. Like, right. there's not a more like it'd be like what was the fucking Johnny Blue Jeans in America? <laughs> you know it is right. It's like fucking yeah. Johnny Appleseed is Magnus, Magnus Carlson. Carlson. Magnus Carlson. Like he has like yeah. he has a shaved hair, long. Oh, he has shaved heads on the sides, like long braided hair. Like yeah. and he and he only travels by Viking longboat. Um, no, for sure. And he's gonna fuck your girlfriend no matter what. You, oh, you're all done. day long, and yeah. he's gonna do it better than you ever could. And he's gonna like like when he's done, he's gonna spit on your face as you're crying. Um, so Magnus Carlson, the 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 cocksmith, the 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 the, the super chess champion, basically stated that there's no I, I i think chess and i'm not a chess aficionado i like playing but i'm not like some fucking chess super badass clearly <laughs> but apparently there's a pattern of movements and that's how they kind of gotcha. end up winning or don't and so magnus carlson magnus he um after sharpening his axe and 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 you know and pillaging some villages when he was playing the <laughs> I was playing Mr. Hans uh, Neilman. He basically realized like there's there's a, a irregular pattern to his movements, things that just wouldn't make sense in a normal game of chess. Got beat and immediately left the tournament, telling them, "Hey, like this guy's fucking cheating." So apparently, Hans Newman they basically been basically audited by Chess.com. I guess who's like this big chess online type thing where people literally like they fight it out i mean this is like fucking like like they analyze the games and all the moves and they're like well yeah yeah and said fighting over like well no no no, oh shit well no they went through all of his games and now they said he cheated over a hundred times at least and there's also suspicion he somehow is cheating games whenever he's playing against someone face to face what the so he probably has like a bluetooth installed in his ass Uh, something something's happening so nonetheless we like is he super used- we have an american who is now the best chess cheater in the world so it's pretty so i'm not even smart enough to know like how you would cheat in chess so this is a really honest question if you would it be that he's like receiving ai suggestions from like a bluetooth or something or like how what would be who knows who knows it could be because in other a- words like if it's a person well if you or if, like he's- ai if you utilize AI, it's going to win, right? Because AI is going to well, be. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. there's, in other words, like in chess, it's not like poker where there's like hidden qualities of the game. Like in other words, the board's there. Like you, you see the moves that the other player. So there's not like secrets, like the card games. Right. right, right, right. So in other words, cheating would be like, I, I presume something like. Well, a computer, it, the, like this is how they or? stated it. While his performance in some of these matches may seem to be within the realm of some statistical possibility, the probability of any single player performing this well across this many games is incredibly low. In addition to this, the manual review conducted by a team of trained analysts was, in our eyes, conclusive enough to strongly suggest Hans was cheating. 
So I they really went through this shit. So they really they really geeked out on trying to find out what, what this no dude was shit. doing. They went all in, bro. Can you imagine they, being like in one of those conversations? I mean, I mean, dude, I'm almost would, I'm, I'm terrified no, of dude, Magnus like, Carlson. What? I gotta see this guy's fucking picture. <laughs> I'm gonna look up fucking Magnus Carlson. <laughs> Watch him just be dorky and shit. Where is this fucking picture? Oh my god, where is like this four? guy? Sorry, guys, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna Magnus. <laughs> We're going to look up Magnus Carlson as you can hear me typing, because guess what, folks? We are our own. Magnus yeah, we Carlson. don't have no reason. We, we are our like. own researches. We don't have a young Jamie. We just have us in our keyboards. Really just um, you. Because I don't really know. Fuck, I'm contributing. It really keeps going in. <laughs> Magnus Carlson. Okay, he is not Thor, ladies and gentlemen. He is, oh, he is damn, definitely okay. not Thor. He is, uh, I mean, he's a... He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, you know what? I, I'll be quite honest with you. Doesn't not like what he's I was expecting. Pillage any villages. He's not pillaging no. any villages. I'd, I'd be quite honest with you. Foreign he, hordes. I'd be quite yeah. honest with you. I think his 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 father was really uh, shooting shooting for the stars with that name. It didn't work out the, the way he thought because his kid came. Yeah, you got to try. Came. You his, kid, try. his kid was a chess champion. He uh, he's not a longboat or a longshoreman, yeah. um, but. <laughs> But nonetheless, we have this massive fucking uh, chess cheating scandal, and uh, it's 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 up turning the world of chess. But I guess so, man. That's a tight world, what? though. It is a yeah. tight world. But guess what? I for my little meandering and fucking around and checking out all these stories, all these assholes are cheating, right? It's yeah. it, they all these assholes are cheating because they're studying every single move of every single opponent and understand their scope of moves right so they're not really trying to play somebody in a real battle of the brains it's like oh i've studied everything you've ever done i know what every move you make and that's what i'm doing so really it's just a memorization there isn't that's and essentially that's why i think ai won because it's memorizing how many moves etc so you know is is this is this on the same level as a nuclear threat or you know anything along the lines of that? No, no, but I guarantee you, if you look at it, if you look at this story, it's gotten a fuck ton more press coverage than the fact that we are very close to a nuclear war. So that's why I bring this shit up. There's more yeah. people talking about that there's a fucking asshole who cheated on chess.com than they're talking about the Russians talking about using fucking small tactical nuclear weapons Dude, so and th- that's why i bring that up back back to my rant about personal decisions right you're also responsible for what you consume you know what i mean so very true you can just you can decide to draw your attention on uh you know getting your dick all fucking wagged out for some chess player who's cheating you know or you can realize that there's a actual <laughs> possibility of nuclear fucking war Dick between two sovereign out, bro. you don't want to get that shit wagged out don't get that shit wagged out oh boy create, oh, create boy. new phrases every episode will create I new like phrases it. I like wagged out I like it I like where we're going but but nonetheless if that's <laughs> the crazy part out. right you see I like it that shit, you see that. So you hear more about this fucking chess player. But another person you're hearing a fuck ton about is Elon Musk, as he has decided after threat of some severe lawsuits that he wants to buy Twitter now again. 
And he wants to do it at the $44 billion proposed price, which would pay every shareholder $54. Pretty quick uh, turnaround here. Yeah. Or Mr. For so Mr. What, Elon. What gives? What do you think was the change? Uh, I think happened? the lawsuit had merit. I think he knew it. So now he's trying to settle in at a at his original 44. I think the lawsuit had merit. I think um, he also is kind of watching his empire collapse a little bit with Tesla. Yeah. As you see there. They're not meeting quotas. They're actually dropped. They've dropped a significant amount over the last couple of months. It's been up and down for him in regards to that. Um, I think diversification of his empire is a big deal. And to be quite honest with you, social media is where you do it, man. I mean, if you look, I mean, you know, and I'm not trying to be a dick. Got to listen to him all the time. But you look at Joe Rogan. I mean, he's getting paid $100 million for talking about fucking turkeys and like, bro. You know, and, and and how being a comedian is like the modern day equivalent of um, finding out, you know, the, the, the finding, finding the city of gold. I mean, he's fucking guys yeah. like talking about you don't understand the art, the crap. I mean, this dude made a hundred million dollars doing that. So I think Elon Musk is just extrapolating the possibility of a completely exploiting. No, social media. Look, we'll look at this here, too. So a lot rides on Elon's a smart guy and he knows. I have a suspicion that he knows the real deal about like climate change and shit. Hear me <laughs> out. Oh, he probably knows a lot. No, no, no. But what I mean is like, he doesn't so know about his, economy, his, his industry. No, he doesn't. His <laughs> industry rides very hard on the political landscape. Oh yeah. Okay. And like, and how it turns, if there's a big major conservative swing, um, that could be very detrimental to his empire, right? Like just right. kind of in a broad stroke analysis. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to get into details, but if you just kind of, you could entertain that. And all I'm doing here is putting out possibilities for, no, like, I like it. I like, food, I like where this is going. Okay. So very much of his future could, could rest on the political landscape and what decisions are made in Washington. That being said, what is one of the best ways to, manipulate and control uh, the political landscape which has been proved right is the social media like you just pointed out right so that may be that may be the motivation and he always maybe knew that like hey i need to acquire twitter and tried his way and then like you said was like okay fuck it like i'm just gonna have to but he had to have it i think it was a game i don't know maybe I think he's yeah. trying to poison Twitter. So there's a, I think he's trying to poison Twitter to try to get it at a cheaper pound. I mean, the guy, the guy definitely knows what he's doing. It's just people like to shit on him. He's a smart guy, right? But oh, I think he's, he's just extrapolating. He, he looks at all these fucking, you know, and I'm not trying to hate on comedians because I mean, they're, you know, they're funny people. I mean, they could they rip me in half? Could they say bad things about me? Of course. And they, they, they'd probably be pretty funny at it. But the reality is, is guess what? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It is fucking funny. <laughs> it's like you reduced their whole life. Yeah. yeah, great. You spent your whole life and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe but... you could re- you can make make people laugh about me and make fun of me. Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, fucking. My, <laughs> like my, that's all you, you did, know, though. It's true, though. I mean, my my whole life. My, yeah. today, it, my, it my, is. My tw- it's so my, true. Yeah, my twelve year old yeah. ripped on me, and it was Here, pretty. All fucking we have to good. do, all we have to do to neutralize your entire life is turn the microphone off. Exactly. And, and and you really don't bring anything to this universe that isn't special. So what so he looks at basically this bottom of the wrong barrel that's basically trying to recreate how special. I mean, these motherfuckers are acting like they're modern day, you know, fucking uh, what's his fucking name? Michelangelo's and Da Vinci's. And it's just like, 
slow your roll. All right. You make some fucking people laugh with dick jokes. Move on. But I think he extrapolates what they're able to do with their small presence and our just small overall cognizance. And I think what he's doing is he's extrapolating beyond that. I think he sees that he can kind of move on for even from Tesla with Twitter. So I think it's a big deal. I think he's he's kind of sees he's he's moving on. We could see a uh, Elon Musk who actually is going to somehow go beyond the current technology and social media and somehow evolve it, which the dude's fucking smart. I mean, people could say whatever, but he's, you know, he's not bad. Like I said, doesn't know how to use condoms, but pretty smart guy. Yeah, he really is, man. Yeah, pretty smart guy. So we'll see. Uh, he's he's going all in on it. So I, I think it's cool. I think I, I, I like to see where this is going. I like to see what he's able to do. Um, and I, I, I want to see this. I want to see this. But, you know, does he does he basically rob what Trump was trying to do with social media with with truth? Yeah. Does he basically just jack that idea and then use the biggest platform in the world to do it with? for, for that specific purpose and for that age group of people you yep. know what i mean like that's where all the politicians are on is twitter yep so and, and here's the other thing too is like if you'll notice right like he at a certain point he started to turn um once again not to say i don't know like i could be wrong about this but my trying to get to the core of this whole thing i think there is evidence to point to the fact that he did realize how much of his enterprise relies on political. That's why he started getting involved in that shit. Oh yeah. Publicly. Right. Yeah. And then also having more, if you notice more like conservative oh, statements, yeah. right. To oh, kind yeah. of spread the, spread the wealth a little bit. Um, right. So he's not stupid, dude. No, I he's mean, very smart. He's very smart. If you yeah. think that, if you think he gives a fuck about anything, but himself, you're, you're kind of stupid because the reality is, is he, he built a product he built a product that appeals to a liberal base. And now he's sucking off the conservative base to get them to buy his liberal base products. Mm-hmm. So, and then with him taking over Twitter, I think he's going to, he's going to take Trump's concept of what could happen with truth media, but he's going to make it work. Cause we all know Trump's fucking stupid. I mean, you know, barring Rick going, he's not, he's a fucking <laughs> dumbass. And well, actually, no, actually, now Rick the, from the last episode said, no, fuck Trump. He's all on. He's all for Ron for DeSantis, who, yeah, yeah, I still think he's an asshole. But in the end, you do see this happening. You do see a, a move, a, a complete about face for Elon Musk and Twitter. So I think he's seeing the the collapse of Tesla. And yeah. I think he's looking for a new gig. So I, I, I think it's kind of cool to see this happen. Um, I, I wonder what he's going to do. I do wonder what he's going to do with it. So, um, and 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 of course, to all the comedians out there who listen to us, I'm please forgive me for my for my uh, my characterization of your weak, sad, antagonistic points of view, which basically anyone can do anywhere at any time, except for um, shout out to my cousin in yeah, uh, he's fucking funny. Mississippi, Mississippi's a stand-up. That's comedian. a funny motherfucker. Hell yeah. Well, I'll I'll shout I'll do some social media. Oh, you gotta plug it in. But he's funny. So the rest of you guys, but see, but see, I bet your cousin though, right? Isn't trying to self-model himself as a modern day well, no, and he does Leonardo da Vinci. And he does real world shit too. Well, well, you know what I'm saying though, but you you know what I mean? Like he's a real person. Yeah, and I'm not trying to do it for the love of the game. 
I'm not trying to He's, go for my rant, bro. No, no. I know what you were doing. But it's fucking oh, well, stupid. It's fucking dumb, right? You see yeah. these fuckers act like, you know, you, you see them talk as if, like, they talk about, you got to grind, like, 15 years. And you can... Bro. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> At all. Like, I get it, bro. You grinded 15 years. Well, I went to school for fucking 15 years. Everything takes work. It's it's like it's like this concept. Like, well, if you work really hard, you're gonna get better. No shit. Yeah. Right. That's everything. It's everything. So, but what do you choose to be better at? Well, no, and then, but don't act like you're special, right? Because you're not. Nobody. There's nothing that you're doing is special. You just got lucky, and life goes on. So, nonetheless. That's the end of my rant. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I think Elon Musk has picked up on basically the he he's a path to le- a least resistance. So he's like, hey, if these fucking morons are making a hundred million dollars, what can I do? And he extrapolates it. So smart dude, lots of kids, um, kind of weird, got some strange forehead, but you know what? Life goes on. But you know what's one fucking thing I want to hear about? I want to hear about this fucking epic walk, bro. Oh, as we it. as we cruising in towards the end of this fucking podcast, I want to hear about this epic walk. I see uh, if anyone who's following us on the um, on the social medias, Mr. Benjamin James went on a solo epic walk through the city of Houston once again, trying to either recreate some moments in the Matrix or just trying to find one in himself what how was the walk b what, was, what did you it find was, as always it was amazing so to give a little bit of quick reader's digest backstory um for for years and years and years i've gone on this will be the actual this will be number four inspired by an article that came out in the houston press of somebody determined to walk the entire length of west timer uh was i think it's what farm road 10 16 anyway yeah houston, I'm, it's I'm, a ma- I'm, major it, thoroughfare miles, runs, right yeah, it's from 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 start to finish at 60 right. miles. So that was an article that came out uh, in the Houston Press. Uh, author was named John Lo, uh, Nova Lomax. I just got to give him a shout out. Because um, that was that was the initial idea. So I read that and being somebody who grew up up and along, <clears throat> I moved around a lot uh, as a youth, but um, primarily around the, the surroundings that were documented in this article. So it hit very close to home. And it also was kind of inspiring. I was like, Hey, I get it. There was a philosophical idea behind it. I bought in. So I did it myself. I did it myself a few times. I liked it so much. And it's hard to actually describe why I liked it so much without doing it. So I would invite other people Ben. Uh, went with me one time we did sort of our modified we did a fucking modified version we saw some weird shit some sort of extra dimensional shit if you will but the point of the journey it's like so the reason i chose to do it this week i'm in between i i I was able to land a new position in my career which is a big move it's a big step um so for the first time in my adult life i had actually i did it right this time the the last few times i've switched jobs I would just had this like worker bee mentality, like, oh, fuck it. I'll start Monday. Like I got to put in my two weeks, but I'll work right up until that blah, blah, blah. I'll start Monday, blah, blah, blah. This time I'm like, you know what? No, I'm calling the shots here. Uh, I will start for you when I, my, my two weeks is expired for my old job. And then I'm going to, I need a week in between to transition. They were totally cool with that. So boom, I, I, what are you transitioning I wound up, into? I, I, I wound up, uh, well, let's be whole, a new pro now. 
Is it? Is this no, your no, no, no. <laughs> this there, no, no identity. No, 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 no pronouns. But anyway, that's a long introduction. So I walked uh, the other day. I got dropped off. Uh, and this time, instead of uh, West Time or some alternate route, my goal was this. I was just I wanted to be on Beltway, Beltway to downtown, right? Nice. So I got dropped off. I got dropped off uh, Beltway in Richmond. Walked all the way downtown. I think I cut. Um, I started kind of making the cut on Shepherd and then kind of zigzagged my way to like West Dallas and then rode up along uh, Bagby all the way to the post, which is a very cool. It's the original um, facility of the Houston post, a, a now dead Houston. New, there used to be the Chronicle and the post. Now there's just the Chronicle. The post has been dead for years, but anyway, that building, they rejuvenated and made this sort of, uh, attraction, right? There's like, there's shopping, there's bars, there's restaurants. Uh, and then there's also this really pretty roof sort of thing that they set up. There's also a, a, a concert hall, right? They have live music. Um, so it's really cool. It's something they, rejuvenated for the the you know central district of the city it's really cool so that was my goal so i did it and i did it this time solo this is the first time i've done a solo so the, just a couple of things i wanted to point out uh like i said on paper it seems like a like a physical you know i'm used to walking really just the the job that i do the actual walking of it is not too big of a deal for me um not to be like, Oh, like I'm so whatever <laughs> I walk honestly on like a regular shift for the the type of work that I do. I walk the equivalent of about 10 to 12 miles. So this wasn't like out of the question physically whatsoever. So that's not the point. The point is more of, uh, and this is something I've never pointed out when talking to people, but I realized it, what I was doing at this time was that, Oh, an unwritten rule of this project is you don't look behind you. Oh. The whole, the whole thing is no, 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 no. You look, yeah, your, I don't think head. I ever looked behind either. Yeah. yeah. When we did that, you just That's, keep fucking hoofing forward. There you go. And the beautiful part of that was I finally realized that's, that's my bridge into describing people. Why this is so powerful because you're physically, or at least how I interpreted it. I'm once again, in the midst of a big change, I'm about to take a, a mental shift. There's a lot of things going on. I won't go into detail about uh, but the whole point of this thing is to go into that without, that's a big part of where I'm at in my life right now is shedding, um, you know, that your past is always there, but every single day you wake up is a new opportunity for, you know, right. Theoretically it's you like, yeah, you still have to live with decisions you made, but everything you do from that point on is for it. So anyway, that's, that's part of the big thing. Plus it's just, it's covering uh territory, right. That, notoriously Ben and I have existed in as, as young people. And so that's part of the, the, you know, the joy of it, but I will say this, this is the one thing I want to point out just on the cuff. Some of those parts uh, are not uh, either worse or better than when we, we remember them. And it's kind of surprising how it's reversed. Like some of the more sketchier individuals were actually further out West um, right. You know, not, not too far from my mom's crib that we <laughs> kind of famously described on other episodes back in the, back in the past. If you want to scroll through those, you'll just have to gold mine. Nice. They'll skip the noise. They'll skip the noise nuggets. I won't tell you exactly what episode you got to go. Listen, go start from whatever available episode is first, work your way back. Like some folks do props to them. 
but anyway, um, we've I've just discussed many stories. A lot of these stories that been, have been in I's youth that have come up on the podcast occurred within the territory covered along this walk. Dude. So that's part of the reason. Yeah, there there's some parts that are way shadier than I remember them, and then there's parts that are way nicer. Uh, so it's kind of funny how things transition. So it's always, it's a nice little journey to recover territory, especially recovering it on foot. Cause this is a stretch of, of, there's not a lot of people out fucking walking, dude. And it was a nice day. Nope. Um, that's just the nature of how things work, right? There's not as, uh, Houston's not a pedestrian friendly city to, for the most point it, it's moving that way. Like it wants to be, I mean, but it's I just think not, it has it's to just be not, it's just the population, right? I mean, yeah, it has it just, to be now. Right, right. There's just by the sheer like density, there's going to be people out, but it's not set up. I mean, it's specifically not set up for uh, foot traffic. It's no. it's obviously was had most of its growth after the advent of the automobile in American <laughs> culture. <laughs> so anyway, it, it's it's a journey in that regard because you're covering territory that you sometimes feel like man, this shit, like there's probably a fucking million people that live within a couple miles of this shit. I don't know how many of them have walked over it on foot besides homeless people singing to themselves, you know? Oh boy. And so that's part of the journey too. Um, I did see one thing I'll point out before we move on, kind of start wrapping it up. Um, And I'm sure I'll touch on this later, but in summary, uh, it was a great journey once again to cover it. It was kind of interesting to do it by myself. This is the first time I'd never had anybody. So it gave a lot of, you know, time to reflect whatsoever. Right. Uh, I will open it up and say that this won't, this may not even be the last one I do this year. My schedule no. has kind of op- opened up a little bit. So I, I really seeing the value of it this time because of what I said earlier, kind of pointed out, um, Hey, it's cool. And you know, people react to it real positively when I tell them about it. Some people are like, Hey, I've never even like thought of that. So anyway, the invite is open. We can make it like a skip the noise thing. Um, you know, hit me up in the in the DMs of the social medias if you are t- even oh. remotely interested. And, and I'll definitely put you on a short list of people I reach out to when we're planning the next one. So you may join. And well, you know, we're a, reaching out. Could be a fun. You know, I, I want to do another one of those. I think I think that was the one thing I think for anyone who's out there. Um, this is a cathartic moment because it is there. There is something about saying that. I mean, we traversed. God, we were fucking hoofing. We did it. We did. We did. We did, like, we did it we quick. Did Sixteen. We didn't. Like we weren't fucking three and a half. Yeah, we were fucking moving. And I think at one point, halfway into the walk, you're like, "Fuck, dude, we are fucking hoofing it." Yeah, we were, talking. and it, it was it was good. It was it was fun. So for anyone out there, I, it, it's one of those things that. You don't you, you think like oh you're just fucking walking for a while, but when you really think about it, when was the last time you walked 16 miles? Yeah, right. When did you just do something in quiet? You know, you got your phone on you, but you're not really looking at your phone because you're fucking walking the city streets. You don't well, have yeah, headphones yeah. on. You're just fucking. You're present for four hours, truly present, or five, depending on your on your yeah. uh, on your uh, pace. But you're truly present, really there. There's not too many times when you can say that all the time. So I think it's a great experience. So I'm, I'm hoping a whole course do it again. Um, I think, I think it's for anyone who is, is capable physically. It's just a, it's just a good time. So if once we announce our yeah. next one, we'd love to have people come with us. I think for sure, I'm going to be trying to join uh, Mr. Benjamin James. You may have uh, the Brown Python and everything. And, you know, we probably might be mm-hmm. looking for a, a fall winter state because I'll tell you right now, walking in 50 degrees, 
substantially better than walking in 95 degrees. It so, is substantially so. We, so. You never know. <laughs> you never know. So we might be we might be taking that. But this is uh, this is a um, I say it's one of the better experiences. I think when me and Ben did ours, it was just me and him. We walked and it was great. And you know what the best part was? I think the part that makes me laugh the most is when your mom picked us up. And, oh, you know, yeah. mind you, me and me and Ben have been friends for well over 30 years. I think we're closing. Yeah, we're over 30 years now. Uh, so me and this this cocksucker have been around each other our whole lives. So we've always kind of known each other. But the best part was when his mom picked us up and then took us to go get Waterberg. The funny thing was her mom, his mom had done that when we were kids. When I was a 12 or 13 yeah, year old dude. child. It's like a black, like I'm, a shift. <laughs> yeah. His mother did the same. She was driving. And I remember being a 12 or 13 year old car in the backseat eating Waterburger. And then it happens again when you're 40. It's a, it's a, yeah. um, it, it is, <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. a moment where you kind of sit back and go, fuck, while everything's changed, nothing really has. So yeah. you, it's, it's kind of a beautiful moment. So I, I, I always remember that your mom <laughs> took us to Whataburger. Yeah. And she did think, I mean, part of it is like location, right? Like she's yeah. primed to where it's like thing, but I I'll also to shout out to her because that she gets awesome. it. Like, and the reason she participates in this shit <laughs> is because she gets it. Yeah. And, uh, like when I hit her up this time, I was like, Hey, I'm <laughs> like, I'm about to do one of these stupid <laughs> things. And, um, she, there was parts, she tried to talk me out of the, the route and all this like, stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? Around. No, she did. And I was just like, you know what? I, I get it. I respect your wishes, but, uh, I'm going to have to decline. Uh, this is, this was <laughs> the vision I had. It. This is how it's good. Yeah. Like that's the whole point that she, she gets it and like wants to be a part of it. Yeah. So, um, it, it's really fun because it's, it's Whataburger bro. for her. Water she burger. thinks it's cool. And, yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, it was just overall a great thing. It seems like I said, it may seem strange, but there's this thing where it's like, so for whatever reason, it's like perfectly, oh yeah, you go hike in the mountains, blah, blah, blah. Right. You're taking in natural territory. Yep. Well, this is like an exercise in, in hiking through a different type of environment, right? Right. Like an environment that like my brain was shaped by. Uh, so these these connections and these interactions are familiar to me in a way that resets me uh, like to my natural state to where I can then baseline and say, where am I going from here? Right. Like that's the whole philosophy behind not turning behind you. Um, it's a it's it's forward motion. It's a defined goal with a with a starting point and an end point. So there's a victory. Right. When you get to the end, there's a little moment. Right. You know, light up a cigar, have a you know, have a have a beer or a coffee or, or even a peanut butter mocha, which they serve at this little place nice. that I actually peanut had. I was mocha. done. Like yeah. I already had like a beer. I already had, you know, he said, fuck a few, I'm a going for all the beverages. <laughs> I went the trifecta. And then as I'm, as I'm walking out, uh, this lady's like, Hey, did you, you want to try one of our, we've got specials on our peanut butter mocha. And I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. Where yeah. do I sign up? And so I did, uh, First time I've ever used Apple Pay because you got an extra I love 20 percent off uh, if you use the Apple Pay. So I was like, of course I'm gonna use Apple Pay. Dude, I use uh, Apple Pay like a yeah. motherfucker, bro. I like that I shit. Know. I like just being able to pay everything on my phone. I, it's I'm nice. With you. It's it convenient. Nice. It is nice, and I, I think, and I think, I think everyone needs to do things like this. Like you have to go sometimes go above and outside of your comfort zone. So I think it's cool. So uh yeah so hopefully uh we'll probably get try to get one of these in either this year or probably early next year in uh early spring while the Absolutely. the temperatures are still 
reasonable because i enjoy them they're they're awesome uh, me and ben have had a history of also being uh, long distance runners so it's just something we've always done yeah i maybe like have ex- to retire my boots yeah i may <laughs> yeah. have to retire my boots unfortunately as the as the good old knees uh they don't they don't like it as much anymore but but we've always been long distance runners so it's just like you said just it's an extension of uh being able to test the body but with that said, I think we're going to try to uh, start wrapping this bitch up. Um, it's, uh, you know, if uh, if any of y'all are trying to, uh, if you have any ideas or questions, you know, for us, please let us know. I think uh, where can they reach us at? B? They can reach us primarily Instagram is kind of the face of the show, social media wise. It's at skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. Basically, skip the noise podcast with underscores in between the words. Uh, that also on Twitter, skip the noise P O one TikTok. just search, skip the noise podcast. I can't remember what the exact handle is. Uh, that shows you how much I've invested in that mentally, but, uh, we do have TikTok, and I do pretty much try to promote the shows as they come out. But, uh, but that's your way. If you're listening to this, if you catch wind of this, uh, that's your way to, to get at me. Um, like I said, if you want to make any kind of shit, if you want to be on the damn show, um, I do. Uh, if you if this is the first time listening, you know, sometimes I'll do the live shows on the Podbean. That's an interesting way to kind of interact with new people, try to take calls live uh, on the air, and then I'll record or what I'll, I'll edit it down and release it as an episode. So if you want to be on something like that, I'll let you know the next time I'm going on so you can get ready and, and get comfortable and, and, and enjoy that ride with us. But anyway, with that being said, uh, sorry, Brown Python couldn't be here this week. Yeah, was, yeah, we, was, met, we miss him. He was greatly miss missed, but he miss him but it was a uh he's got a really good reason yes uh, so he does I want, I want he's gonna enjoy really, his evening he, he really will and uh also too before we go uh, great job last week man y'all fucking killed oh, it. i was absent that was and fun. that was a really really good listen so uh shout out to you guys yeah yeah <laughs> anyway, and also and also i'd like to take a quick shout out to all the comedians out there um you know <laughs> sorry sorry but not really sorry um so you know said yeah. what he said that's what i said yeah. uh you know if you're out there and you're a big big comedian probably gonna be able to make fun of a of a 40 uh something year old man who has been pretty average his whole life take crack at it because guess what <laughs> i have heard it all motherfuckers so uh there's nothing special about what you're gonna say so if you let me know but if not if you like to come join the show uh, let us know because we're always open. So uh, our door is always open for everybody. If you got some questions or if you want to come on and crack some jokes, just just come hang out. But uh, and that's that's before we get any small nuclear weapons thrown at us. But good night, everybody, and uh, be careful. And also, oh, remember the tip jar. So if you guys ever oh, feel so right. inclined to to drop a couple of your hard earned cash so that we can continue to do stupid shit on this podcast just let us know we would greatly appreciate it as you know um everything costs money these days yeah that's right does. So I can it stop. does this shows a labor of love so yeah if you would help us out any way you can that would be greatly appreciated you don't have to but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a positive thing if you would so um good pods that's the app download that it's free uh, and you follow the show skip the noise podcast just give us a follow and like i said It'll link you to that tip jar. So thank you for that in advance. Uh, But other than that, have a good week. We will see you next time. Bye.